Here we go. The truth is simple. Diogenes. This is the simple truth, number 13, entitled, Weekend at Bernie's. Okay, I've had all I can stand and I can't stands no more. I just watched Senator Mitch McConnell go brain dead while standing in front of a press conference podium. After half a minute of silence, someone realized he was lost in space and rushed up to walk him out. Senator Dianne Feinstein was called out for a simple yay or nay vote and launched into a rambling speech until someone interceded. Then there is Joe Biden. Enough said. It's time to talk about what is happening in American politics. We have a system of seniority where the oldest people in government end up in all positions of power. There is certainly something to be said for the wisdom of experience, but having a tottering geriatric class run the country is theater of the ridiculously absurd. And don't even start with thinking I'm mean-spirited toward the elderly, that I'm picking on the poor old folks who are decent enough to want to help. I like old people. These politicians could have ridden off into the sunset years ago, written books, and enjoyed their families. Perhaps we would have even reminisced fondly of their time in service. But they just won't leave. And they are neither poor nor decent. These are power-mad multimillionaires who have built our country and nearly destroyed it in the process. Madmen who have put our country into a financial hole we can never dig out of, gutted the middle class in the process, and enriched themselves, their families, and their cronies along the way. Biden, McConnell, Pelosi, Grassley, Feinstein, to name a few, are so far past their political expiration date that they need a large staff, not to carry out the dynamic plans and orders of a vibrant leader, but to be 24-7 caretakers, to feed, clothe, and walk them around, to speak for them, to act for them, and to run interference, so no one else dares see that not only does the emperor have no clothes, he has spilled out most of his marbles. These are people so old and decrepit that they give ageism a bad name. So far past their expiration date that, like the movie Death Becomes Her, I would not be shocked if one of them tripped on the Capitol steps and simply shattered into pieces. We should certainly revere and respect elders. They have been there and done that. We should thank them for it. That means giving them a nice place to live out their days, a rocker on the porch, so to speak, maybe some grandkids to play with. We should not have them running our government. Besides the obvious fact we need strong, sharp leaders to navigate us through the troubled waters we find ourselves in, it is outright elder abuse, and it is completely bonkers. Imagine what foreign leaders think when Joe Biden mumbles through a speech or a conversation and has to be led around like some old blind swayback horse. No one would be so cruel to an animal. It's not what those leaders think of him. Like me, I'm sure they feel sorry for him. It's how little they must think about the rest of us, that we would do this, that we would pretend in this embarrassing way. 
If I have to hear the White House press secretary tell us what a dynamic and sharp leader Joe is one more time. In the last election, the voters in Pennsylvania finally went all the way and actually elected a dead man to office. That's right, dead, as in deceased, no longer living. He won in a landslide. Maybe that's not the worst idea. We wouldn't have to keep them in office until they get too old to govern. It would save a lot of taxpayer money. And considering how badly our political elites have screwed things up, electing the cemetery class might be an immediate improvement. Unfortunately, it looks like the next generation of politicians, rather than octogenarians, will be from a new protected class, the disabled, or as the kids like to say, ability challenged. The first foray into electing the disabled was John Fetterman, now one of only 100 senators in America, and the only one wearing a hoodie and sneakers. No one ever talks about that. I guess they don't want to confuse or upset him. He went from the regular hospital for treatment of whatever brain malfunction prevents him from understanding speech or talking coherently himself, straight into a month's stay in the psych ward for manic depression. He is the golden goose for disability. I hear there is already talk of a run at the White House. Where once we valued can-do competence, we now have a cornucopia of can't. How much sense does it make to put the disabled in charge of our country? I guess as much as putting naked men who say they are women in the girls' locker room or into women's prison. Yeah, that's a plan. We now have a man pretending to be a woman getting 40 grand a pop to give speeches about empowering women. When will we start hiring blind pilots or fat jockeys or stupid people to teach our children? Oh, wait. We're already doing that last one. What passes for a teacher now can't pass a basic high school proficiency test. And don't get me started on the Supreme Court. The latest pick couldn't even define a woman. That should have been a clue. You should read some of her court opinions. Top quality middle school scholarship. No doubt it's a good thing she has spell check. In the woke world, we are all equal, like so many interchangeable parts of a machine. Diversity might be preached, but sameness is the real goal. The true color of wokedom is not the rainbow flag. It is a muddy mix of dull brown. Identity has become identical. Competence is merely granted, like some lordship or dukedom, not actually achieved. Pledge to the woke agenda and you're in. How else to explain actual doctors who would lop off the body parts of teenage children? Or Kamala Harris? In the real world, I can't find a decent carpenter or painter or anything that requires actual skill. Needless to say, smart politician is an oxymoron. So, we watch Joe shuffle up to the microphone and mumble something non-sequitur from his mental circuits and announce he is running again for 2024. Running, he says. Joe hasn't run anything for quite some time. Then he shuffles off, playing air handshake, before being led back to wherever it is they keep him. 
No one seems to notice. No one says a thing except, That's one sharp suit the Emperor has on today. Just another weekend at Bernie's. That's all for now. Thanks so much for listening. Stay connected to The Truth Window by subscribing to my podcast at thetruthwindow.substack.com You'll get notified when the next episode is available. If you stick to the truth, no lies can stick to you. So long for now.